This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. The church will not be relevant to a lost world if we ourselves are lost. Here's a quote. You might want to write this down. I wrote this this week because I'm kind of smart. <laughs> the church has lost its relevance because we have compromised our convictions. We've lost our first love. And we furthered ourselves from the Father. This is a daring message for me to preach, and this very well could be my last. This could be the end of Living Church Boise, and so be it. But I'm here to tell you, Joel, is the church relevant today? No, it's not. It's not. And I'll tell you why right there. Because we have people sitting in, in pews around this country sitting on the stained glass windows, pastors behind pulpits who have no conviction. We pull our sermons from commentaries. We pull our sermons from dead theologians. We're not pulling our sermons sitting in the presence of God, man. And because that we're feeding people who are living devoid of convictions, and we call, call ourselves disciples of Jesus, when our life doesn't have any fire in it, and you go out in the world and people look at you, and they don't want what you have. Because they know that you are as lost as they are. You are as deceived as they are. I talked to many, many young and old people who walked away from church. And the first reason they tell me why they don't go to church is because it's just a money-making scheme. And I high-five them and I say, amen, you're right. And sadly, that is true. Let me prove it to you. Let me prove it to you tonight why that's true. You know what? Where I'm from in India, pastors don't get burnt out. Only in America I heard about pastors getting a sabbatical. Pastors don't quit when the church is growing because they say, I cannot deal with the business end of pastoring. When did it become a business? It became a business when the church became a prodigal church. Where I come from, pastors preach till the day they die and they found joy doing it. But the pressure put on pastors to play a stupid game because the church has gone prodigal. They've taken the blessings of God and they've gone played their stupid games. We've lost our conviction. We've lost our first love. We are like the churches that the book of Revelation talks about. And that's just my introduction. There's more to come. The three things I want to unpack tonight, please track with me. And if you're offended, you're welcome to leave. I'm used to people walking up when I preach and that's fine. But I believe if you walk out, you're going to miss out on one of the best sermons you'll ever hear in your life. Because I'm not paid for someone by someone to say these things. I really don't care about where my next meal comes from. God has brought me this far. He will see me till the end. I don't care about pleasing people. I don't care if I get banned and I lose all my followers. I don't care. It's fine. Because one day I'm going to see my Yeshua face to face and I can't wait to kiss his feet. I love him too much for the church to go astray. So hear me very, very well. Three things I want to unpack. I want to talk about the detached church. The prodigal church is a detached church. And once again, we need to be attached to him. I want to talk about the church that's demeaned herself. She's demeaned herself. And finally, are you ready? Seatbelts on. Take a deep breath. I want to talk about the church that's damned. There's no better way to describe it. But we don't, we don't have to stay here. We can be reunited instead of detached. We can be redeemed instead of demeaned. And we can learn to rejoice once again instead of living and walking down towards hell's way. 
Number one, the detached church needs to be reunited. In the book of John, we've been talking about vine and branches. Do you remember that? Stay attached to me, Jesus says. When you're attached to me, you'll be nourished, you'll bear fruit, and your fruit will last. And then when you're bearing fruit, I will prune you so that you bear more fruit. The whole message of the New Testament is that you, anybody, every single person, no matter who you are, can find a place at the table because Jesus died for you. So stay attached to him. Don't walk away from the house. Stay close to him. Don't run away doing your own thing. Don't take the little blessing that God gives you and run away and squander it. Show yourself to be a person who's trustworthy. And here we see in John chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus says, Abide in me. Remain in me. Stay attached to me. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. You can do nothing unless you're attached to me. You need me more than anything else. That same chapter, verse 9, he says, As the Father has loved me, so I've loved you. Abide in my love. Time and again in chapter 15, Jesus says, Stay, stay, remain, stay latched onto me. What does the prodigal son do? Let's jump back to Luke chapter 15. He does what many of us are doing today. The younger son said to the father, Father, give me the share of property that's coming to me. And he divided his property between them. He takes his blessings. He takes the stuff from from his father. And he loved his material gain. He wanted what he wanted, when he wanted, the way he wanted it. And there are some people who live this way. They want what they want. They will fight for what they want. And their zeal is not a godly zeal. Their passion is not a godly passion. It's a selfish passion to spend on their selfish pleasures. But what happens to that material gain that's brought on by selfishness? Verse 13, not many days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and he took a journey into a far country and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. Pay attention to me very carefully. Don't get jealous when someone gets blessed overnight. Don't be surprised when churches spring up and all of a sudden they have 1,000 people over there. The prodigal son had plenty. He had a lot. And he went and he squandered it. He wasn't attached to the father. Write this down, another quote that I think should make you think for the rest of your life. Blessing without character is a curse. And character is shaped when you're attached to Jesus. You can want plenty, you can get plenty, but if you don't have the character that comes from you being attached to Jesus, it'll turn into a curse. Don't need to show me your hands, but how many of you have gotten a massive tax return and before you could blink your eye, it's gone because you had no character and the bills still have to be paid and you, you toss and turn all night long because you feel like a, like a fool. You spent it in reckless living. It's gone. It's like putting money into pockets that have holes. Gone. Character is essential for your blessings to really be blessings because blessings without character is a curse. And only Jesus can shape that character for you to be able to recognize the blessings in your life. Some of you, God gave you a fantastic spouse, but you lacked character. Some of you, God blessed you with healthy children, but you lacked the character. And your blessings have turned into a curse. God gave you a fantastic job. It was beautiful. It was exactly what you wanted. 
but you lacked character and you got fired. God brought amazing friends in your life, but you lacked character and you lost it. Blessings without character is a curse and character is shaped when you're attached to Jesus. And because of this lack of character, because of this detached living, not being attached to the Father, the church is becoming irrelevant in the world. The common solutions that as church leaders and as Christians, the common things we run to when we find ourselves detached. You and I know what I'm talking about. When you wake up in the morning or you're going to bed and you're like, I am detached from the Father. I am not attached to Him. I am living in my same old religious works. I'm doing the same old things. It's not that you're not reading your Bible, but you're detached to Him. I get to ask this question a lot over social media. I'm doing the right things, but I feel so far away from God. I sing the songs, but I'm unable to worship. You know what I'm talking about. And the first things we run to when we find ourselves detached like this is we try to make ourselves feel good. And no wonder today, the prodigal church, you know what it preaches on? You know what the best-selling books are? It's books on self-care. Seven ways to be blessed. Seven Seven messages that will change your marriage. Seven things that will change your prayer life to bring you more blessing. Here's different ways for you to be healed. Here's ways for you. Self-care, 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 self-care. And all we have coming from the pulpit is cheap dollar store pop psychology. And you know what? Even that the world can see and says it's worthless, it's useless. Because you know what? There are real psychologists out there who do a far better job than a guy who's reading stuff off Google. So instead of preaching the truth of God but they can't because they're detached from the Father. They're preaching some self-help nonsense. The best-selling books today in the Christian world are self-help books. Not books on repentance. Not books on, are you ready for the return of Christ? (laughs) Something else that we do when we find ourselves detached is we entertain ourselves. Please listen to me. We entertain ourselves. The church begins to spend Enormous amounts of money. Now, I'm not against lights and smoke and a big band and big music. I'm not against that. But when we do that to entertain the prodigals, we become irrelevant. And I've seen far too many of my friends who have done ministry with walk away from the church. And this breaks my heart because they grew up in a prodigal church. And today, they're prodigals. You see, what a prodigal needs is not entertainment. What the prodigal needs is the gospel. It was the truth, full of grace. With full of grace, they need the truth of saying, listen, man, you're searching for some sort of peace. And I know that church hasn't cut it for you, but have you really sat at the feet of Jesus? Have you learned from him? And we need to bring them into the presence of God, not entertain them. There's nothing for us to find funny or entertaining when you're living on your way to hell. We need to weep and mourn for the lost, not entertain them. Relevance without truth is just entertainment. The problem is not production, but entertainment devoid of truth. Relevance without truth is just entertainment. Listen, today, as Christians, we're very used to entertainment. It's quite possible that you, when you want to find a church, you want to find a church that will entertain you, that will make you comfortable, 
that will make it easy for you. My children can go here. My teens can go here. I can go here. I can sit with these guys. My wife can sit with these girls. And the music is nice. I worked in churches. I've been a part of those teams. And the filth that happens behind the closed doors is unheard of. It's a prodigal church. I would rather have an uneasy chair to sit in and hear a man who's been at the feet of Jesus than have a prodigal church that's trying to entertain me and teach me some self-help nonsense. My wife and I, we visit churches, and, and this Christmas Eve we were depressed because we're unable to attend churches anymore because I can see through the facade very clearly. And I'm not trying to be self-righteous. I promise you that. And I come across many who are heartbroken like this. Churches have become just organizations to try to build more people, bring more people at the cost of what? At the cost of faithful pastors getting burnt out. And they are challenged by the eldership team to sacrifice their children, time with their family. And children are walking away from God for what? To entertain more prodigals instead of bringing them to Jesus? No wonder the church is irrelevant in today's world. No wonder we're not effective in our evangelism because we have not sat at the feet of Jesus. We're looking for self-help and entertainment. We cannot have a prodigal church catering to prodigal sons and daughters. This is not what makes us relevant. We need to be a people of hope, love, and of grace, full of courage, willing to sacrifice everything for the sake of the gospel, not entertainers looking for a stage. And by the mercy of God, the Living Church Boise will be that in 2023. But more than self-care and entertainment, what the prodigal church runs to, more than the self-care and entertainment, what the prodigal church runs to is its own works. It runs to its own works. And that's where we find the demeaned church. First we saw the detached church. It needs to be attached once again to Jesus. Once again, leadership and church people, those who say they're believers, once again need to be attached to the vine. Pray and fast for the church. Pray and fast for the people that are coming to the church. Every time you see a new face, do the best you can to make sure they're attached to Christ. Follow up with them. It's not just the job of this guy. It's your job too to rejoice at seeing the church once again attached to the vine. Every single blood-bought believer who's calling himself the body, a part of this body should be attached, not detached. And number two, we see the demeaned church. It needs to be redeemed. That's all the time we have for today, but we would like to hear from you. Our address is P.O. Box 2014, Eagle, Idaho, 83616. You can also listen to this message and more on the Living Church Boise app, available in your app store. 